I never found out why Alison drugged me. I kept waiting for something strange to happen in our house. It never did. I invited her over for dinner. I had talked up my five ingredient 15 minute carbonara. I'm so fucking bored of this carbonara. I stopped in the photos. I'd never seen them before, at least I don't think I had. Alison was either nearly naked or close to naked in them and posed seductively. Alison, you saucy mate. If you can get onto Tinder, you can get onto OnlyFans as a dead person. This was all running through my head when I was on top of Phoebe in my bed. Honestly, I just, I can't even carry on. It's fucking gross. Boiling water mostly hit Phoebe's back as she had her head down. I watched everything. Good afternoon, evening, morning, wherever you are listening. Susie Ace. This that. is BBC Radio and <laughs> Gloucestershire. Do you know why I Wiltshire? Yeah. I don't know why I went there. That was horrid. Like, was it? Oh. Welcome to episode 16 of Ghost Hunts. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What the fuck, <laughs> Cookie Monster? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Jesus. Cookie, cookie. Cocky. 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 You're screaming for cocky. Cookie. Okay. Um, that was fucking nuts. Well, we don't need to ask how each other are because we are still here. I'm still here. I've still um, got my, my fur trim on. It's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I can't wait for people to start throwing paint at you. Okay. Can you come around here, please, and pick a tarot card to set Oh, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, okay. Of the, okay, I'm coming. of the episode. Anyone you like. Oh my god! What are you talking about? I thought I'd taken that one out. Are you serious? Out of all of the ones, she's picked the same card, the same card as the one you picked. And I couldn't have seen that. You couldn't. I put it back in. I I came as I came round. That one was. I was like that. I shuffled them all together. You've just picked the same card because obviously it's like you're doing the same episode. Oh my fucking God. That is, I am a believer. That is fucking weird. I am a tarot card believer. That's so weird. Mate. That honestly has spooked me, you know. Me too. That's With really weird. All the cards. And there's no way I would have been able to see that. I'm not, like I haven't just done it. I, I, I shuffled them back in. We're in the break. When you went off to go to the loo, I was like, all right, well, we're starting a new episode, so. Shit. Okay, well, that's that's really creeped me out. That's scary shit, that is. That is so weird. Do you know what? My eyebrows on that picture are seriously great. Seriously. Yeah. The whole thing's great, isn't it, really? Yeah. The whole, my whole aesthetic. Just you, is it? Well, Um, I was only really focusing on me. Yeah, no, classic. So I'm really looking at myself. Hannah's on brand. Just looking looking at herself. As I'm telling a spooky story, she's just staring at her face. Are you going to start or do you want me to start? Okay. <laughs> You're like, enough of your shit. <laughs> well, um, we may as well jump straight in, haven't we? Cause... Well, I could go on to part three. Oh, the shoot! Story. <laughs> Sometimes you just turn I love, me on. Can I just say, mm-hmm. I I hate Derry. With a, with a, honestly, with a passion. I want to I I sacrifice him at an altar. I want to chop him up into little bits, put him in little little man pie. And feed him to school children. To the birds. To school to the, to the, bir- to the birds. To the birds. I w- but I am going to miss this segment when it's over. I know. We um, have one more week to go after this. We do. So just to recap, um, 
So this is the Tinder story. This is on part three. So the last two episodes, you'll find out what's been going on. But yeah. essentially, Derek, hashtag Derry, um, who's a ming and nonce, who yeah. basically likes to shag 20-year-olds. And yeah. his wife's dead, but the wife is like, um, what happened with those the underwear? Like she tied oh, up yeah, some she, red underwear. Yeah, because he's been banging this eighteen. He's getting younger and younger. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's banging Part children. Part three is gonna. It was very worrying. He's having sex. He's a paedophile. That, did you hear that echo? Yeah. Okay, so um, part two ended like this. I woke up on the floor hours later, still groggy but alive. The very first thing I did when I woke up was check Tinder. Alison's profile was deleted. Part three. I never found out why Alison drugged me, other than just to mess with me or get back at me for the incriminating things she found on my computer or phone or in my closet. Did, did she find incriminating stuff? Is that what it says? I guess so. She's found the underwear, the racy underwear. I think the she knows porn, that he's porn. like sticking his tongue down young girls' throats mm. and all that shit. Mm -hmm. I kept waiting to get a notification on Tinder that I was liked by Alison. I kept paying for the stupid premium account so I could find out, but it never happened. Oh, yeah, stupid premium account. By. Yeah, and what you an fucking, excuse. You're He's doing like, it anyway. I just want to know if Alison's going to get in touch again. When his mate's like, oh, fucking Derry, you've, uh, you've got premium on this, mate. And he's going, oh, because I want to find my dad's wife. It's not because I want to bang loads of kids. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely gross, isn't he? Yeah, he's a prick. I'm hoping bad things are going to happen to him. I kept waiting for something strange to happen in our house. It never did. The power went out once because someone hit a power pole on my street. That was it. Life went back to normal. One of the girls, Phoebe, I had casually talked with on Tinder just before Alison's profile annihilated my world, stepped into my life. We started hanging out regularly, although always in public or at her place. I held off having her at my place as long as I could. I thought about... Although, always in public or alone. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't want her at the house, does he? In case Alison's wanting oh, his okay. own okay. place. Um, I thought about telling her the situation and then scrapping that idea. It was far too crazy. Months had gone by without a peep from Alison and I was finally comfortable having Phoebe over. I invited her over for dinner. I had talked up my five-ingredient 15-minute carbonara. I'm so fucking bored. If this carbonara. I know. Although I want it. I could I'm eat it really now. I'm really hungry. And she really wanted it. And this red wine I'd been talking about. Phoebe and I hadn't slept together yet. And I was getting major vibes that this was going to be the night. So I decided to make everything perfect. And that got me deep cleaning my place. I was cleaning out a coat closet when I found Alison's old MacBook. It was stored above the jackets on a ledge underneath board games, which hadn't been dusted off since when she was sick. Just looking at those games flashed cosy nights on the couch beneath a blanket, sipping drinks through my head. I felt a... Sipping drinks through her well, head? Well... <laughs> no, it's in like... Sipping drinks through my head. It's in like the, the images of him sipping drinks oh, on the sofa. sipping drinks, uh, Flashing through, through his, his head. head. Yeah. I, yeah. Not <laughs> like... Sipping drinks in my head. Yeah, just sipping out wine from her ear. Um, I felt a little warmer than I did before. The MacBook provided a momentary distraction. I sat down on the couch and started so fun. I sat down on the sofa and started going through Alison's files. Oh. I knew she saved her favourite photos and videos there. I didn't have much time with Phoebe coming over soon, so I just skimmed through the thousands of photos and videos and fought back tears. It was all going sadly and sentimentally smoothly until I saw a large chunk of bare skin 
a swathe of photos. Alison's bare skin. I stopped on the photos. I'd never seen them before, at least I don't think I had. Alison was either nearly naked or close to naked in them and posed seductively, but not pornographically. What? Think old school Playboy photo about? shoots. They were all in a fancy hotel room I didn't recognise. I saw some cityscape through a window, but couldn't make out which city it might be. Alison, you saucy I minx. Love I, I love her. I love her. I think that's great. Maybe she's got like an OnlyFans. Yeah, fuck Derry. Uh, but if you can get onto Tinder, you can get onto OnlyFans as a dead person. Yeah. What the fuck was this? Who took these photos? I dove into the photos and examined every one like a skilled detective, looking for any clue I could. I got the biggest clue and relief I ever could have gotten when I got to the last one, and it showed Alison naked, sitting on the bed, holding a sign written in cursive that read, I love you, Derry. Okay, crisis averted. Back to cleaning the house. This wasn't to say my suspicion wasn't still raised, at least a touch. Would throwing that last one photo with the sign in being a cover your ass move in case I found the photos which were intended for someone else? What? I'm so confused. <clears throat> I guess he's kind of assumed she's taken all these photos that she was maybe going to send him, but then life got in the way and she had all these photos oh, she was maybe going to send him as like a saucy right. photo shoot. Okay, fine. But he's also like, maybe they were for someone else and I've just come across them, but she has That's a like, I would lovely, love you, Derry, as like a, a cover up. Oh, uh, like, I see. Have one that like shows it's for the husband. But right, really, I, say. I say. I say. <laughs> I say. Well, I say. <laughs> well, I say, Alison. You gotta say, girl. You gotta say, girl. You gotta lay. <laughs> Why, why do I find that I so much know. fun? To I think it's really fun. <laughs> it's fun and a bit of fun. A bit of fun. It's at this point I should divulge that Alison and I didn't always have the most perfect relationship and neither of us were pillars of mental stability. Oh no, that's very apparent. Very clear. Very yeah, clear. thank you, Derry. Alison grew up in a hard luck family. Her mum had her at 19 and her dad split very early and she barely knew him. He only came round for occasional life events and lived somewhere in Florida. Occasional Possibly on events. a boat. I didn't care enough to get much more and he didn't care to volunteer. Her mum was fine. She wasn't the cliche young single mum who had a bunch of abusive boyfriends or anything. She held it down just fine and always had a job but avoided significant others. The problem was Alison's extended family. They were all bad news and always lurking around, particularly her sister, Sophia, who was a dark cloud that seemed to always blow in at the worst time with sketchy friends and ruined things. Alison also had her fair share of mental issues. Nothing completely crippling or diagnosed, but she always had a mix of numb depression and sporadic manic anger. Great. <laughs> Sounds really healthy. Sounds so healthy. Bad anger. Right. Just sporadic manic anger. S manic anger, sorry. Yeah. Um, sporadic every now and again. <laughs> Who doesn't have that? Manic anger. Yeah. She didn't let it hold her back, though. She got through college, always had decent jobs, and met and married the upstanding individual that is myself. Fuck off. Are you fucking kidding me? Is he's, that actually what it says? Yeah. Fuck off, Derry. Oh, I he loves himself, you. doesn't oh, he? He thinks he's off. the fucking bollocks. Go and take your spiky Gareth Gates haircut yeah. and your stupid eyebrow and your Dying children. Children. That you're, that you're sleeping with and leave. Yeah. You gotta leave, Derry. Leave. I hate this guy. <sighs> I had my own fair share of issues myself. On the surface, I had a very clean-cut, middle-class suburban upbringing. One look under that veneer showed a dull darkness of seemingly contagious anger and depression. Ugh. More on that later, though. Oh, great. 
our issues tended to help us in some ways. We could lean on each other and understand each other in the hard times. Do you know what I really fancy enchiladas? Are you listening? Yeah, I am, but I got it in my head then and I can't. I get don't. It out. Wow. No, because I had a I had a fajita last night. <laughs> I hate fajitas. Fajita, do you know what I fucking hate? Why? See, I hate fajitas. They're like an own. enchilada. No, they're not. They could be enchiladas. That's what annoys me. Fajitas could be enchiladas and What's you've the not made them. There's no sauce in a fajita. Well, so says you. <laughs> you have What do you mean? Well, I, I well, made... what do you do? What do you, how do you do? do you, you put salsa isn't I'm not classing salsa as a sauce. Do you want to know what was in my fajita yeah. last night? Yeah. Chicken. Yeah. Lettuce. Yeah. Guacamole. Mingin. Creme fraiche. Nope. <laughs> what else? Hang on. Cheese? Um, no. Oh, you're so uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> enchiladas you put in the oven. They're warm, they're hot, they're, they're hearty. You put a lovely enchilada sauce all over it. And you put cheese on it and you bake them. Oh, it's amazing. You, has it got rice in it? You can put rice in it. but I, I like a done. ricey wrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we carry on, please? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm really glad we had that chat. I wear an enchilada so much. Okay, yeah, no, we've heard. Um, I had them on Saturday. Oh, that's nice. Can't get enough of them. No, it wasn't Saturday. Literally. We have to crack on. It's Wednesday. I don't care. Our issues tended to help us in some ways. We could lean on each other and understand each other in the hard times. And sometimes we couldn't. The blowout fights were epic. The worst came just three months before our wedding. I can't even remember what sparked it, but we ended up screaming at each other all night and she called off the wedding, even though all the save the dates were already pinned on all of our loved ones' refrigerators. The deepest regret in my life, which keeps me up at night, is the cruelest thing I said to her in that fight. I told her she didn't actually mean that much to me. Oh. She had just been convenient at a time in my life when I had nothing going on. Oh, fuck off. She was a movie I watched on an airplane and would then forget about. He's such a fucking arsehole, isn't he? Oh my god, that's outrageous. Yeah, dickhead. I didn't mean that at all. I was just so hurt after the thing she said to me and calling off the wedding that I thought of the cruelest possible thing I could say at that moment and it came out on me. The wedding was off for a few days. We just never told anyone about it. We patched things up and were golden by the time we walked down the aisle. This was all running through my head when I was on top of Phoebe in my bed. Honestly, I just, I can't even carry on. It's fucking gross. What is he doing? What is... He's shagging Phoebe and thinking about, uh, like, their fight they had before their wedding. Oh, I hate him so much. I hate him. I hope this ends with him dead. Well, if not, we're writing part five. I'm going to write part five. Yeah. In fact, we will write part five. We should. If this doesn't end the way I want it to, we're going to write part five. When I was on top of Phoebe, it was definitely affecting me. I was barely there. I was just kind of going through the motions until it was finished. <laughs> Phoebe didn't seem to pick up on my troubles. Uh, like, fuck it didn't. Well, she won't because she's like four. She doesn't know any different. <laughs> <laughs> we laid in bed for a while chatting before she asked to shower. Asked. This what? is honestly, this is just the worst story in the I world. I hate him so much. I, I'm seething with rage. I hate him. It's no wonder Alison's haunting the shit out of him. Mm-mm. Go on, Alison. Fuck him up. So obnoxious, isn't he? I then embarked on one of my muscle memory rituals. Usually after sex with Al- <laughs> Usually after sex with Alison, she went to the shower and I went to the bathroom in the front of the house to pee. So I wasn't peeing right in front of her. 
I did this with Phoebe. Oh, what a gentleman. Well, yes, so nice. Gold staff for yeah, you, Yeah, gold staff giving you golden shower away. Yeah, well done, Thank you. Derry, you fucking bellend. I hate him. I did this with Phoebe, walking naked through our home and into the guest bathroom. Thinking back now, I thought I did notice something peculiar in the kitchen. A moisture, the smell of gas. But that could just be my brain putting together pieces that weren't there, trying to figure out what happened shortly after. Had I paid closer attention to the kitchen, I wouldn't have noticed the pot filler on the stove had filled up a pot that was resting on a burner and the gas burnt. What's a pot filler, please? <clears throat> I guess a pot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pot. Mm-hmm. And the gas the gas had been on high. Had I paid closer attention, I wouldn't have I would have blah blah blah. But I didn't. I walked right by and back to the master bathroom. Phoebe asked me if I wanted to shower with her. I did. I slipped into the shower. It was warm, comforting, and beautiful. No, it wasn't. You're a liar. Yeah, it's fucking liar. Unless you've got a massive shower head, there's not enough room underneath the shower head for you to both be. One of you is going to be cold. It must have been about 45 seconds before the boiling water came over the side of the shower. The boiling water mostly hit Phoebe's back as she had her head down, the shower nozzle hitting the nape of her neck. I watched her reach back as the scalding water scorched her and I watched the soft skin on her back liquefy and slip away as she clawed at her back in a pained frenzy. The water caught my shoulder. Acid. It's acid. Acid attack. Acid attack. Go on, Alison. Acid attack. Get Derry in the face. Acid attack. Acid it. That's what you're supposed to shout, isn't it? Isn't it? Like fire. Oh, really? Okay. Acid attack. <laughs> the water caught my shoulder and I got the same treatment. A searing pain and the smell of burning flesh. Right Acid attack. Ne- uh, you happy with that? Are you done? Cool. Um, the smell of burning flesh right under my nose. I yanked Phoebe out of the shower and wrapped her in a towel. She screamed and heaved in my arms as my eyes combed the bathroom for our assailant. I didn't see anyone, but I saw something written in the fog of the bathroom mirror. No. I watched everything. End of part three. Oh my God, it's ramped up. It has ramped up, but you know what, Alison? Keep going. Keep going, because he's an absolute bellend. Although Phoebe's not to blame. I know, and I don't we like shouldn't that. Atta- I don't like don't that. Don't go for the but, other woman. Derry's no, the, no, the problem Derry's, here. No, Derry's the one you should be going for. Yeah. I love it when um, I love it when a bad man gets his comeuppance with women, like because women have banded together and been like, do you know what? Yeah. It's not us, it's you. It always has been you. Yeah, and I hope that Alison, so dead Alison and alive Phoebe. Yeah. I I talk I remember talking to an ex girlfriend of my ex boyfriend, and it was so nice to have, to be like, like you a know shared what? experience. Yeah. yeah, do you know what? It wasn't us. It was him. Yeah, that's completely fine. Exactly. Um, I'm very excited to see, but I I do gen- honestly, if part four doesn't go go the way I want it to, we are we are we writing will. part five. And if anyone wants to write in with suggestions of what should of happen how to we Derry, can, because we're going to torture him for a bit. We'll fuck him up. Fuck him up. Okay, do you want a story from me? Yes, please. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Which one? Okay. This one is called... Sorry, I know I keep... That's okay. Very, okay. Very loud. My best friend was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. She still answers her phone. Say it again. This is what it's called. My best friend was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. She still answers her phone. Mm. Oh, why was that so 
seductive. No, it wasn't seductive. I was like, oh, intrigued. Mm -hmm. That was my intrigued Barney, voice. Barney, did you feel uncomfortable then? So, my neighbour, Lynn, who was also my best friend, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend on the sidewalk pavement in front of her house. <laughs> the sidewalk Very casual. <laughs> I guess maybe because she was my best friend, I couldn't make myself delete her number from the contacts list on my phone. Even after a year had passed, every so often when I deleted people I no longer wanted to hear from or no longer needed to call or couldn't remember who they were, I would think about deleting it. But I could never go through with it. I don't know, the idea of deleting her just seemed too much. So one day I scrolled past her name looking for someone else's number and wondered what would happen if I called her. The phone rang twice and she answered. I thought I was going to faint from an adrenaline shot that had exploded in my head. I said, Linny, is that you? She said, hello. And I said, Linny, can you hear me? She said, hello, again. And then I said, hey, Linny, it's me. Fucking hell. Long <laughs> conversation. Then she hung up. I thought about calling our other friends and telling them, but I realised how crazy I would sound and how much I might upset everybody, so I didn't. The next day, I called the number again, and she answered again, and once again, she couldn't hear me. I called her eight or ten times over the next few days before, all right, desperate, before she finally stopped answering the phone. I kept calling. I'm not proud of it, but there you go. Even though the calls went straight to voicemail, I would have left a message, but the box was full. I tried texting, but she didn't respond. I finally decided, okay, just one more time, and this time she answered. She said, I don't know who you are, but please stop. You're scaring me. Is this just a norm? So Lynn picks up and says, can you stop calling me? It's quite scary. Even though I bet Lynn's it was dead. someone else, isn't it? It's someone else's phone. Is it Peaky Lynn? I'm gonna f oh, yeah, Lynn. Oh, my, oh my God. I okay, love that I'm you've chosen a story with Lynn in. I didn't, didn't even Didn't even know. Didn't even notice. I felt like the biggest jerk in the world. I hate that word. Sure. It also... Jerk off. Beef jerky. I'm hungry. I mean, in her last minutes alive, she had been afraid of a man who wouldn't stop calling her. And I certainly didn't want to be the guy that frightened her after she was dead. That breaks my heart to even think about. I wish I could have apologised, but that would have meant dialing that number. I didn't call her again. I stopped texting, but I also didn't delete her contacts. I just couldn't and still can't. A month or so later, when our friend Betsy mentioned Lynn one night at dinner, I asked her if she still had Lynn's number on her phone. She did. I said, I wonder what would happen if you called it. She pulled out her phone and called. She listened for a minute and then she shrugged. It's been disconnected, she said. What did you think was going to happen? I kind of halfway laughed and she said, and said, I kind of halfway laughed and said, I was hoping she would answer. Betsy said, I get that, but seriously, that's a little messed up. And that was the last time we talked about it. I haven't tried to call Lynn again because I don't want to scare her. But God, I wish she would call me. I don't think that's a ghost. I think that's a... Is that it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, someone's a bit underwhelmed. No, 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 I'm not. No. Un... No. I'm a, I'm a bit underwhelmed, if I'm honest. But that's quite, in a way, it's it's less scary, but it's quite sort of heartwarming. It's kind of like someone who's like grieving for their lost mate. Don't you think? And that's that... quite sad that they're mm. like, oh, Lynn picked up for me. And it's like, no, man. Don't you think it, do you, do you think it, I don't think it was Lynn. I think it was somebody who got, got, got a number. I just went, hello. But did they ever say that they recognise the voice? Oh, no. No. So it could just be some could random just, woman being like, like Can hello? You calling me? Uh, what? I've just found yeah. this phone. You well, know, like, O2 and all of them, they give, um, they give you, like, they, they just change the number sometimes, don't they? Just give it to someone else. Never had that before. No. I've had, like, I've, I have people calling for for one other, for another person, and I have texts coming through for another person as well. Really? Yeah, it's I've a had my number for, like, 
since I was like I've 14. had mine for ages, but it's still someone else has got the same number. Really? I'm sure they have, yeah. I think you're a blip in the system. Oh, it's a ghost. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I think didn't you enjoy should that find story out who this other person is that has your number. I can't be asked. Quite a lot on. Fine. Well, that's a good end to that bit then. Um, lovely. Oh, actually, <laughs> Hannah, um, while I got you, because mm. you're so busy, yeah. <laughs> I want to know, do you remember we called your mum? Oh, yeah. And she said... Oh, yeah. She did, She just left the biggest cliffhanger and went, yeah. oh, oh, what about that voodoo doll? And you went, oh, bye. Yeah. What was that? Oh, do you know tell, what? Tell I, us I don't everything. know if I can remember it properly. We just can't... Well, I used to, I used to live at this, in this flat in Kennington and it was... Um, Kennington? Yeah. In London? Yeah. Really? Oh, that's weird, isn't it? Because we've been talking about the Kennington Loop quite a lot. Yeah. Didn't even make that connection. That's a bit weird. Why are you sat, why are you sat there like oh. some kind of fucking 1960s detective? <laughs> With your fur trip, like that's interesting. Interesting. Um, Tell us more. Yeah, that's weird. I, yeah, I lived in Kennington, and um, there were benches outside the flat. And one day, my mom came to visit, and we were walking past, and on this bench, like you know, you know, like picnic benches, mm. they were like that. And on the on the picnic bench, so facing you... the house, was was a black doll, right? Yeah. And the doll, but it was really like it was a it was a it was a man, and it had, oh, it the the face was so. Like it was all distorted and disfigured, and I think it was in a rocking chair as well, if I believe that, if I remember that. Yeah, it was hard, but it was staring at the house at your window. Yeah, so oh I was God. like, that. My mum was like, "That's really weird," and I was like, "Well, maybe it's just someone dicking around." I don't, no, I, I don't know. It was, but it was really weird. So then, um, the next morning, went out and it had gone. Oh it disappeared, God. right? Then. So we were like, oh, someone was just messing around. Or they've left the you know, kids doll or something like that. They just so happened to place it. It was so, it was so creepy. Mm-hmm. I think we've got a photo of it somewhere. It was horrible. Um, anyway, the next day I'm cooking dinner. Turn around. The doll is at my window. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, my mum then admitted that she put it there for a while. Oh, for God's sake. But the next day, the doll disappears. And also, we had like a front garden, so it would be weird for someone just to just to pick it up because you would have to come into the garden. Do you know what I mean? So how? So your mum took it off the bench initially. Yeah, she took it off the bench and put it in the window for a laugh to scare the shit. So I turned around as I was cooking dinner. Must have been chilly. Turned around as I was cooking Mm. dinner, and it scared. Like I went like proper shit meal because it was just like at the windowsill staring at me. It was vile. And then where um, did it go? Was that, we don't know. How did you access that window? Because could anyone have got into the yeah, garden? Yeah, they can. It's just... Yeah, they, they absolutely can't, they can. But it, would, it was just weird. That, you know what I mean? Like, where is it now? Yeah, well, that we don't know. It just did... It literally... Somebody took it. And then I I, I said to my mum, I'm a housemate, because Chris used to, like, dicking around with it as well. But my mum was, like, I, as adamant that she didn't move after that. That's so weird. That is weird, though. I wonder where that doll is. Um, also, I want to see a photo of it. If you've got uh, yeah, it. Yeah, my mum will. My mum will have it somewhere. Yes. It's vile. Yes, we'll put it on it our was Insta. Vile. It was so creepy. That's terrifying. It ha- had like a really weird grin on its face. Oh, Minging. gross. That's a good story, though. So, Hannah, are you ready for another story? I live in constant terror of my incredible bendable son. Ha <laughs> <laughs> 
I think the best title we've ever had since Peaky Peaky Absolutely, Lynn. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> my wife pikes at me. My wife pikes, my wife pikes at me from behind furniture and doors. <laughs> Peaky Lynn. If we ever make merch, it's got to be Lynn. Oh, it has. Yeah, of course it has. Yeah, peek okay. at, peek at you, peek at me. Peaky. I live in constant terror of my incredible bendable son. Amazing. The door is locked and the gaps are plugged with towels, but I don't think it will make any difference. I can hear my neighbours driving by outside the barricaded window, completely unaware of the horrors taking place inside this house. I guess I just want someone else to know the truth. It started, as these things often do, with something completely unexpected. An event that came screeching in out of the dark to smash the quiet life that I built with my wife Alice and our son Jake. We tried so hard to childproof our house. We protected the power outlets, used baby gates and stored dangerous chemicals far out of reach. I don't know where Jake got a hold of that small glass bead. Maybe he even found it outside in the street or at the playground. All I know is, the moment he swallowed it, that little ball of glass cut off his air supply Alice and I tried desperately to remember the Heimlich manoeuvre and perform it on our squirming, crying, purple-faced child, but we only made things worse. By the time the EMTs arrived, Jake had stopped breathing. Oh my god. He lay in my wife's arms, limp and lifeless as a ragdoll, drool dribbling out of his bluish lips. This but is horrible. It only gets worse. Oh my god. The looks on the paramedics' faces when they finally arrived told us everything we needed to know, despite their best resuscitation efforts. Our son was gone. I still remember the way my wife's hot tears soaked through my shirt as we walked out to the ambulance with Jake. I wanted to hold his tiny hand until the last minute, until they loaded him into that sterile metal box and the doors closed on him forever. Fuck's sake, Susie, this is hardly ghost hunt. It's it's horrible. Then suddenly, Jake grabbed my finger. His eyes snapped open. And with a pop, the cat's eye bead popped out of his mouth. The paramedics couldn't believe it. Resuscitation efforts had ended eight minutes ago and Jake had legally been dead for almost half an hour. Oh my God. Lazarus syndrome, they called it. But I didn't care about names or diagnosis. I didn't care about tests and trials and clinical statistics. I was just happy to have my son back. Jake was quieter than I remembered before his big blue eyes had sparked like sunlight on the sea. Well, he's died. <laughs> yeah, well. He's kind of... Half, half an sun. hour. Yeah. Now, however, they seem darker, deeper somehow, like I was looking into a still... What the fuck was that? What? Something just moved. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> but that's the reflection of what's in here. Oh, fuck, fuck off! Fuck what are you doing? doing? <laughs> You've just given me the fucking shivers. What do you mean? Something so moved. Something in the reflection. Yeah. Because I was looking over there and nothing happens. Oh, Which God. means that this that is now. I've actually haunted. just got chills. I've got goosebumps. Oh, and I'm in fake fur. <laughs> fake fur. Okay. What do you mean something moved? I just saw something move in that reflection. Seriously? Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to carry on with the story because we have no time for this. Uh, his eyes was like looking into a still bottomless pool. I found that I couldn't maintain eye contact with him for long. Maybe that was the first sign. Maybe that's when I should have acted. But it's too late now. Like most new parents, Alice and I had been terrified to leave Jake's side at first. We kept his crib in our bedroom, but after his recovery, we found we couldn't sleep with Jake nearby. He would stand and stare at us all night. 
his hands grabbing the bars of his crib like a death row inmate in teddy bear pyjamas. Although Alice and I never talked about it, we could both feel his gaze probing at the back of our skulls as though he were trying to drill them open and let something in. A few weeks later, we moved Jake's crib to my office. That's why we were so terrified to find him in bed with us at 3am the next night. He lay sucking his thumb with one hand and had the other on Alice's hip in a way that seemed strangely adult and possessive. Worse still, when I looked at that hand out of the corner of my eye, it didn't seem like a toddler's arm at all. It looked stretched, hairy and horrible. While I carried my sleeping son back to his crib, I wondered if I was having some kind of psychological reaction to the trauma of Jake's death and unexpected resuscitation. That could be the only explanation for the things I was seeing and feeling, right? As I put Jake back in his crib, I noticed something red on his lip. With awful adult intelligence, he quickly tried to hide it from me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow, I'm thrilled with this story, aren't you? fuck's sake. But I spun him back around. <laughs> Jake opened his mouth wide. A waterfall of blood poured out. Jesus. I'd never seen so much in my life. I screamed for Alice and looked around for something, anything to stop the bleeding. Behind me, I could hear the gory stream splattering on the floor. But that wasn't all. When I turned again, hundreds of round cat's eye beads were dribbling from my son's mouth. Oh, shit. What? Alice burst into the room with a shout. I pointed to Jake. But he was fine. Our son sat sleeping in his crib with a puzzled expression on his face, as though he was concerned about my weird behaviour. I tried to stammer an explanation to Alice on our walk back to bed, but I couldn't shake the feeling that my son was laughing silently at me behind my back. From there, things only got worse. The next night, I woke from a revolting dream in which a giant leech was writhing around inside my sheets, sucking me dry. And just like in the dream, there was a weight on my chest when I woke. It was Jake giggling as he crawled around on our bed. No, thank you. It was all I could do to keep myself from shoving him off me. This is your son, I told myself. You love him. And it was true. But more and more, I was starting to wonder whether the thing inside that crib was really Jake at all. Dot, dot, dot. Ellipses. We love an ellipses. Um, uh, Join us next week for the second part of that story God, you because love a multi-parter I love a cliffhanger yeah no great so I'm going to finish that story um, next week but I'm going to round off episode 16 with a little uh, contacting I'm so dead. excited let's get haunted so you don't have to I mean to. now that we know you know the spirits are real because that fucking tarot class. I know terrifying so terrifying. Hannah catch oh my god what's oh, this what I'm going to do um, put that, uh, blindfold yourself. Oh my god! No, but I've got really great eye makeup. On yeah, today. just blindfold yourself and commit, and do it so that you you can't peek like Lynn. Okay. Do you want me to do it up for you? No, it's fine. I got it. You're a big girl. You can do well, it. I feel like you I'm understand. back on the traitors again. There you go. Okay, cannot peek. Can you see anything? No. Okay. So. <clears throat> I'm scared. Uh, actually. On. So what we're going to do this week is do some automatic writing where hannah is going to get herself into a trance do you know what really freaked me out then because i knew that i could hear you i would still hear you here even though you were there so it creeped me out. <sighs> imagine i'm over there and you hear me yeah no that's what yeah that's what's weird okay so we're going to do some automatic writing hannah yeah essentially what i need you to do is get in the zone like really don't peek and okay. just 
clear your mind. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to put a pen in your hand and I want you to start writing and, or doodling, whatever you whatever you want. Okay. And essentially what I want you to do is channel whatever spirit is in this room because I actually think there is something in this room. There is something weird There's going something on, weird going on. Okay. I did see something move and that tarot card shit is weird. So I'm coming over there. I smell foley. Okay. What does it smell? There you go. Can you yeah. smell that? Oh my god, what are you doing? I was just a fucking sharpie that freaked, started freaking me out so much. Right. I was like, why is there a smell? Okay. So, what I need you oh. to do oh, is. Oh my god. What are you doing? You look like a pirate. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I just okay, need you on. to get a little parrot on your shoulder. Right, now. Um, put oh my God, put the nib of the sharpie onto the page. Yeah. Now I'm I'm gonna ask you in your head to count two. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can breathe. Jesus. Um, I want you to count to ten. Yeah. And then just start writing. One, two. Okay, counting in your head, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eight, nine, ten. Don't think about it. Stop it. Shut up. Don't think about it. Don't think clear your head. Oh my God. I feel like she's being contact. <laughs> I think she's drawn a dinosaur. those you can't see the video <laughs> she's getting Fucking like head scarf it's <laughs> like you're being waterboarded by my silk shawl what have you written no 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 what have you written no, what have you done what have you done that's horrible look at what that says what does that say it says die oh my god oh my god I thought I thought I said Olay. She's either written die or Olay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't even get to these headphones in time. That is <coughs> fucking horrible. And there's a pair of tips there. <laughs> it actually says die. It does. Look You've written die. Oh my god. Oh my god. I hate that. Okay, so the automatic writing went a little too well. Um, I'm and freaked there's out. The tits. Tits. Okay, that was terrifying. <laughs> but, um, oh, that just say die. Okay, we're gonna do one last thing. I don't like it. I think. Okay, yeah, I don't like it. Maybe we should. Not I'll ask do it again. Anything do you, else. Why don't you do it quickly? You do it quickly. Come on. Where's your head scarf, Madame Bovary? Okay, you're gonna have to guide me into it though. Oh God, it really does choke you, doesn't it? Yeah, it's so whiskey. Oh Jesus! Okay, I'm putting the head scarf around my eyes. 
Oh, <laughs> fuck off. No. I don't like it. Okay. Save it here. There you go. There's your pen. Okay. There's paper. Go. Just go. Count to ten. Okay. Oh, there's, there's my. <laughs> oh, you look like a right twat. <laughs> oh, you're focusing on eight. I haven't started yet. Go with the spirits. You actually do look like you're in the zone. Oh my god, I, okay, I don't know what I've done. I don't know what I've done. You've written tits or something. Oh my god, it says yes, died. What it does, does that say? Mean? Yes. It looks like it says it yes, B day. Or yes, pissed. <laughs> it definitely says yes. It does say yes, doesn't it? I honestly didn't think about what I was doing. It says die, yes. And then what does it say at the end? B day, I think. What? B day. B-I-D-U-T, B-Day. You know what a B-Day is? What, were you pissing a sink? We wash your arsehole. <laughs> well, that's the end of episode 16. Um, Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for joining we us. Might be we're haunted. creeped out yeah. as fuck. And remember, if anyone asks, always say, yes, B-Day. <laughs> Die. Um, thank you so much. See you next week. Maybe if I'm dead. Jesus. Jesus.